You are listening to Free to Flourish Radio, a podcast dedicated to living a seasonal, sustainable, intentional and heart-led life. I'm Gemma Sands and this is episode 56. Hi everyone, welcome back to you another episode. As always, I'm super excited to be here with you today. And actually, it's quite a nice morning today. I'm sat in my office and the sun is shining through the window. I've got my cup of tea and life is good. So I hope that you're having a beautiful week. Um, And I wanted to talk to you today about one of the topics that I get asked about the most. So this is something I'm quite passionate about. Um... And it's also something that I get lots and lots of questions around. And that is where to start with creating a more natural lifestyle, a more natural home. And many of you are going to know that I made the switch to living a more natural, low toxin lifestyle a couple of years ago. The reason for that was I was dealing with a hormone imbalance. Um, The help and support that I was getting from my doctor wasn't really working out. And so I was researching what I could do to help myself. Um, And around about this time, I just, I just started getting into essential oils, you know, with my business. Um, And so I was really beginning to incorporate them into our lifestyle and finding out what, you know, what I could do for myself. And one of the things I discovered was that actually, there are so many toxins in our environment in the way that we are living that are having such an incredibly detrimental effect to our hormones. Um, and I was just absolutely horrified by this. And there is so much research. You can go and look at this for yourself. There is so much research around what these toxins are doing to our bodies, all of the links with various diseases, um, lots of links to issues around fertility and women's health and hormones. So you can go and find all that for yourself. But I was really horrified and, you know, toxic chemical exposure is genuinely one of the biggest health threats that we face today. And so I began to think about, you know, how could I remove toxins from our home, from our lifestyle and really begin to detox. And just to be clear, when I'm talking about a toxin in this context, I'm talking about any substance really that causes excess stress to our body. Um, And they're all around us. They're things like ingredients in processed food. So things like artificial sweeteners, flavor enhancers, um, the things that are in the air, traffic fumes, cigarette smoke, things that are in our homes, plastic, solvents, um, you know, other things that are getting into our food like pesticides. And so they accumulate in our body and they're placing a massive burden on our body systems and our vital organs and they're wreaking havoc with our hormones. Um, and they're coming into contact with our body through a few different pathways. So we're inhaling them. They're coming into our lungs. Um, they're coming into our digestive tract because we are consuming them and they're coming through our skin and our skin is our biggest organ. It is particularly sensitive to absorbing the things that are around us. And whilst our bodies have got their own natural defense mechanisms that do help to protect these pathways, they are just completely overloaded. And there is so much research into this, if you go and have a look. And as I researched it, I just, I became more and more horrified, actually. Um, And, you know, there's no, there is no national or European program that monitors any of this. There is nothing that monitors chemical and toxic 
um, load in humans, in the human body. But we do know that there are over 100,000 synthetic um, man-made chemicals that are out in the environment. And when we think about that, many of these were first made in the 1960s. They were made in the 1970s and manufacturers did not have to perform the safety tests that they would have to do today. Um, they were never created to interact with each other. They were created in isolation of each other, but they are in the environment constantly interacting with each other. And so the reality is that we just don't know very much at all about what we are dealing with. Um, what we do know is that they accumulate in our body fat. There's also a lot of research that shows that they're passed on to babies by their mothers. So a first child can expect to inherit up to 30% of the chemical load of its mother. Um, and again, no one knows the effect that this can have on things like cognitive development or in later life. So as I began to learn all of this and, you know, I really um, encourage you to go and research all of this for yourself. Um, but as I began to learn all this, I, I realized that actually I wanted to make a switch. And the good news is there is so much that we can do about this now. OK, and that is what I'm going to share with you today. So that's a little bit about why this is important. Um, about why I feel so passionate about this and about helping people live a more natural lifestyle. And I do have a few simple shifts that you can begin to make. The very first thing that you can start to do is get rid of the synthetic fragrances in your home, okay? If you take anything from this podcast today, um, please take this. If you are using those plug-in air fresheners, please stop. <laughs> please get rid of them, throw them away, do not replace them. Um, they are incredibly harmful. And again, there is lots of research into this. Um, you know, they if you've got kids and dogs and even just for your own health, please, please, please do not use them. Um, but there are other synthetic fragrances as well that we need to be aware of. So things like scented candles. And I love candles. I am definitely a candle person. Um, but what's in many of the scented candles that we are using is just awful. Um, and so you can find natural candle alternatives. So I tend to look out for things like coconut wax, soy wax, um, and also look for things that have a wooden wick because they are often um, much safer and much better for us to have in our home. So that's one little switch that you can make. Um, but the other thing that I do, the main way that I fragrance my home now is by diffusing essential oils and when I'm talking about essential oils I'm talking of course about pure therapeutic grade essential oils because not all oils are equal and again there's not a lot of regulation around this um, so you do want to be looking out for very high quality pure therapeutic oils um, and I love diffusing because not only does your house smell amazing um, you're also going to harness all of those therapeutic benefits of those oils and you're going to clean and purify the air in your home. So they can actually help to remove these toxins from our home. So that's one thing you can do. You can look at ditching the synthetic fragrances. Um, and the other thing that you can do is to start looking at replacing all of your toxic household cleaners with more natural alternatives. So this is actually possibly the easiest step. Um, it's also going to save you money. I saved so much money doing this. Um, and the truth is I'd never really stopped to consider what was actually in the products that I was using to clean my home. But as I did, and as I started to read the labels, I, you know, was horrified. Um, 
And even the brands that claim to be natural or more eco than um, other brands are, are filling their products with all sorts of things. And the, the biggest thing to look out for is if you see in the ingredients list, the ingredient fragrance. Um, that is such a blanket term for all sorts of toxins. Um, and actually, there's an app called Think Dirty. So I'll link that in the show notes below. But you can go and search for a product on it, and it's going to give you a rating based on research into you know the various ingredients in these products. And even when I looked up some of the more natural brands, um, they were still rating really highly on this. So that's just something to have a look at and have a think about as well. And often when you look at them, um, they have warnings on the back of the packet that says, you know, full of chemicals pretty much because it's got a little warning triangle and it says, do not let this come in contact with your skin or, you know, beware of irritation and these kind of things. And I just think those are not the things that I want to be bringing into my home. So I ditched all the cleaners um, and what I began to do was start to make my own. And actually, the good news is it's really, really simple to make your own. You just need a few key ingredients. Um, it works out so much cheaper. And one of my favorite places to get started with this is to make my own version of a multi-purpose cleaning spray. So I have a spray that I make that I use to clean the kitchen, um, all of our counters and worktops. I use it to clean the bathrooms, basically anywhere where you would use a multi-purpose spray. And it's super simple to make. You literally just need some white vinegar and some lemon essential oil. Um, and you'll combine them in a glass bottle. Glass, not plastic, because the oil will make the plastics break down and then those toxins are back in your home again. Um, but yeah, that's super simple to combine and to make my own spray. Smells, makes the house smell amazing. You're getting the therapeutic benefits of the essential oils in there again, as long as you're using those high quality oils. Um, and yeah, it's just simple, effective, natural, few key ingredients, very easy to do. And if creating your own cleaning products is something that you're interested in, maybe starting to look at, then I'm going to link to you a free ebook that I have. Um, you don't need to put an email address in or anything like that. It'll be completely free for you to download. That will be in the show notes for this episode as well and it's got all sorts of things in there so you can begin to you know you can create anything that you would normally buy um laundry detergent dishwasher tablets you know cleaning sprays there's a whole heap of stuff that you can make um and that ebook will help you get started with that so now that we've ditched the synthetic fragrances and we've replaced our toxic cleaning products with more natural things Another thing that we can do is to really look at the produce we are buying and to buy organic where possible. Now, I know that for many people, this is not always an option. Organic food in this country is ridiculously expensive compared to other produce. It can also be quite difficult to find. Um, our big supermarkets here lag way behind on this, actually, um, or certainly the ones in my area do. But there are some things that we can try to do around this. We can look for things like local or organic um, veg box schemes. And there are a few big ones in this country, but there are also smaller ones dotted about. And it may be that there is one local to you. Um, you can maybe try growing your own. This is the main reason why we are growing our own vegetables this year. It's because we cannot get good access to organic veggies. Um, and I'm going to talk more about that in a future episode, but that's something that you can look into if you've got some space to do it. 
Um, and in fact, you can start to grow some of your own produce just on your windowsill. You don't need a lot of space at all. Um, but that's something that you can consider. Or at the very least, if you're not able to have access to organic produce, then you can just make sure that you are fully washing um, your produce. And the way that I do this actually is I give them a little bath. So I put them in a big bowl of water, anything that comes in, vegetables, fruit. I even do this with organic. Um, I put them in a bowl of water, drop of lemon essential oil in there again, and it just helps um, to give them a little soak and get rid of some of those nasty things that are in there. Um, and then you just rinse them and, you know, dry them and store them as you would normally. Um, you can also be quite selective about which produce you make sure you buy organic. So for example, things like strawberries, they have a very thin skin to them. Toxins get in there very easily. Um, and there is a list called the Dirty Dozen, which again, I will link to where you can find that in the show notes. But basically, they are the 12 things that you really want to be avoiding um, if, you, you know, if you're not able to get organic versions of them. So again, just something else to consider there. So that's a few key ways that we can begin to get started. Um, we can replace the toxic household cleaners. We can ditch the synthetic fragrances and we can go organic where possible. And the last area I want to talk about, similar to the cleaning products, is our personal care products. So the things that we are putting on our skin. Um, this is a really important key area and often it's something that we don't think about. We maybe think about what we're consuming and we know that, you know, organic is better for us. Um, we maybe think about the things that we're breathing in, but actually the stuff that we put on our skin is just as important. As I said earlier, our skin is our biggest organ. Anything that is going through our skin is getting into our bloodstream, is getting into our vital organs. Um, if you are a woman who generally, you know, washes her hair, shampoos her hair, um, has a skincare regime, wears makeup, then you are exposing yourself to an epic amount of toxins on any given day. And, you know, this is certainly where, where most of us are at with this. So again, we can begin to look for more natural alternatives or we can do some lovely DIY products and, you know, make our own. Um, but we can look for natural alternatives around our skincare and our hair care um, and just begin to remove some of these toxins. So I use all natural skincare now. Um, I mostly use essential oils for cleansing my face and my skincare routine. Um, I make my own body oils, which are just beautiful and nourishing. Um, you just smell amazing all day long. Um, you can make your own hair products you know, or you can buy natural alternatives. So again, when you're looking for natural alternatives, remember to keep an eye on those ingredients. Look for things that do not contain anything um, nasty in there. I mostly use doTERRA skincare, hair care products, um, or I make my own using essential oils. Um, and again, you know, that's a lovely way to anchor into your self-care and really up-level that, um, but you're getting rid of those toxins as well. So these are just a few ways to get started. As I said, there's going to be a lot more information in the show notes. So if this is something that you really want to step into, go and look um, at that and access those resources. Like I said, they're all free. You don't need to put your email address in at all. 
Um, and if you have any questions around this, or you'd like me to go further in depth with any of these steps that we're talking about, and maybe expand one into a whole episode itself, then please reach out and let me know. Um, I would love to support anybody who is really interested in stepping into a more natural lifestyle. So reach out, let's have a conversation. Um, I'm obviously happy to share anything around essential oils and doTERRA and how that can help you on this path as well. I will be back next week with another episode. I hope that you have a beautiful weekend and a beautiful week and I will see you again next Friday. You have been listening to Free to Flourish Radio. For more episodes, don't forget to subscribe through SoundCloud, iTunes or YouTube and to access full show notes, visit gemmasands.co.uk.